Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Hello, ladies and germs. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Dilltown Ball. I'm Johnny. I'm Spencer. Here on Dilltown Ball, we go on Wikipedia. We click random article. And we talk about it. Yeah, we do. And today, like last week, we're talking on January 30th, 2021. So this is the one that gets iffy because this is a far this is a far time out from when we're recording. <laughs> we're, we're definitely, yeah, any anytime a week, a week, more than a week is a, anything could fucking happen. Yeah. Did it um, always used to be like that? Like when we were kids, maybe? It, I don't I think mean, so. Not to this degree. No, because we didn't have the internet. You At the most, you had to... Or at the quickest, you had to wait until, like, the evening news. You know what I mean? I, I, really, do, I really do think the internet... And, and more than even just news stuff, I think the internet has connected us in such a way where we're able to... to like, oh, that's a bad thing. We need to mobilize or be aware of it or, you know, like... We're, we're less in the dark now as a entire country. Yeah. All, all of that to say that this is the last episode because I've either become a billionaire off Dogecoin or I am homeless because I <laughs> lost everything in Dogecoin. And, and so that, that is true, right? You did, you did actually put some, some money in Dogecoin. Dude, I tried and the, the every like trading app was just the works were so fucking gummed up that I couldn't. <laughs> And then I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> it, it is stupid. But yeah. I, try, I tried uh, for like a day and I just could not, like every site was down because so many people were trying to fucking meme their way to be a millionaire. <laughs> that's, that's what I think Andy Warhol was saying when everyone, everyone has a 15 minutes of fame. That's basically the same concept. Everyone's just trying to, that's the next evolution. You want to meme your way into being a millionaire. The, you know, I read this newsletter. <clears throat> Um, called Garbage Day. You read Garbage Day, right? I do. I, I've been uh, negligent about reading it up to the minute, but yes. Um, but there, he it's has a lot of great insight into all of this, and just like kind of the so Garbage the, Day is it's a it's a newsletter that kind of collects interesting or strange things from around the internet, or or th- and and also like things maybe you should be aware of to be you know to stay relevant in this fast moving meme culture. But he's a surprisingly insightful and good writer about, like, the implications, ramifications of stuff. Yeah, the dude's name is Ryan Broderick. I've been, like, following his shit for years. Um, and, yeah, he uh, in the newest one, he talked a lot about um, basically how, like, we don't have to get super into it because I'd rather not talk about him. But, like, Trump basically turned, like, internet virality into political power and now that is just what political power is which is why like every or at least on the right which is why like every right-wing fucking idiot like ted cruz and matt gates just like is constantly trying to like get likes and and retweets 
regardless okay. of whether or not people are like retweeting to dunk on them. Meanwhile, someone like AOC is like, don't fucking talk to me. You tried to get me murdered. And he's like, <laughs> right, oh, right. oh, is the baby crying or, you know, whatever. And it's like, <laughs> you know, she, she's like trying to be like a, a normal functioning adult. And he's like, mm, give me the retweets, baby. Straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, I would highly recommend Garbage Day. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> well, that, that's why like I don't go out. I don't I don't protest or donate or or vote or or do anything like that. I'm just on Reddit upvoting up the stuff I agree with, and I assume yep. that just makes its way into legislation. It it, yep, it makes it happen. Um, and with without Garbage Day, I wouldn't have known about the um, Papa Roach's new version of um, uh, Last, Resort. Last Resort. Yeah, where they teamed up with a TikTok rapper. So. Um, I tried are... watching it. You you sent it in the group chat and I tried watching it and I didn't get very far, man. Like it sucked. You know what also came out this week that didn't suck? Our, our friend Rebecca Black came out with a new song and it fucking rules. <laughs> Lay it on me. What's the, what's it called? Girlfriend. It's fantastic. Okay. It's, it's now, like genuinely it... a good pop song. Okay. Good for her. I've, she's she's someone that's really using the whole Buffalo, you know, like she's, she's not done yet. You know, like we're going to keep going here. Well, I feel like it was the kind of thing where like, she just got fucked, you know, you, th- you think in well, what way? Like she was like 13 when Friday came out. Sure. And that just kind of probably ruined her life. You know, like, she, it Maybe. didn't get popular because it was good. Imagine being 13 and being like the most famous person in the country for being an idiot, you know? <laughs> and it's not her fault. It's her it's her dipshit parents who were like, yeah, here's money to go like make a shitty music video. Sure. I, I guess it depends on t- to what degree her life was impacted uh, negatively. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty... sure there was also positive aspects of it. Maybe for like a month, you know, when she could go on Good Morning America or whatever. Sure. Yeah, I don't. Know. It's hard. It's hard to say. I, I see where you're getting at, though, for sure. Um, it's a pretty big life change uh, for someone just starting out their their life. Well, and then imagine, like, literally three years later, going to try and get a job at like a grocery store or whatever, and someone sure. sees your application and they're like, "So Rebecca when you start Black Friday." I straight up like you know she you're you're just fucked forever I, I was gonna I was gonna I was gonna ask you how how long do you think that lasts for her like because when did that song come out like 2011 yeah, yeah 2010 okay, 2011 sure. so we're still everyone's very it's everyone knows is still very aware of the song it has not gone anywhere how long does that last does that last her entire life it might it might I mean has it has it transcended to the zoom the zoomers uh, yet? I think I that I don't know. I'm not plugged in with the zoomers, but and and she's so unlucky because it also she's had her star. name tied to it. Whereas someone like the Numa Numa guy, right? Gary Newman. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Y- you know, like you're right. No one could see his name and be like, "Oh, you're the Numa Numa guy." Right, and right. all he has to kind of do is like grow a mustache or something. And then absolutely right. He's just some guy, mm-hmm. but, she, but her, it's like her name. I don't know. It's fused together. Like there is, you cannot have one without the other. Right. 
Love and marriage. Very interesting. Right, exactly. Uh, it's definitely it's it's a you know it's a contract with the devil. It's a monkey paws wish. It's like, uh, but it, but is the it sh- worth it? The shitty thing is it's a it's a monkey paws wish her parents made for her. Sure, 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 sure. You're right. You're right. Well, maybe her parents are rich now. Well, I think that they probably were to begin with because, like, you have to be rich to fucking pay someone to make a music video for your kid. Yeah, yeah you got to have money to make money. Uh, I think we're looking at it from the wrong perspective. I bet I bet the, the parents are loving it. They're, they're like, forget about Rebecca Black. Let's talk about Stu and Peggy Black. They're fucking, <laughs> they're loving it. They got nothing to do with, they don't, and no one knows who they are, and they got all the money. Ugh, that's true. That's who you want to be. You want to be Stu and Peggy Black. That's who you want to be. Meet, meet Joe Black. I nice don't dude. know anything about that movie. Um, <laughs> no, neither do I. That was um, a beautiful. Uh, what's his name? Ben Brad. What's his Bradley name? Pitt. Brad Pitt. Um, isn't it funny that his name's Bradley? Probably. It could be Bradford. It could. Bradson. Bradley. Bradley. You know what I've been considering? This is completely a, a different topic, but I I great. Um. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Everything is... Whatever. <laughs> now that restaurants are open here, I could tell you how I got there if you if you care, but... Um, no, I don't need a map. That's fine. Now that restaurants are open for dining in to kill all of us, <laughs> it's made getting takeout a much less enjoyable experience. Interesting. Go on. Because now I have to go into restaurants where dipshits are eating with no masks on. I see when if you're if you're carrying out. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I hadn't I hadn't considered such an aspect of it. And last night well, you, we went to Bop and Grill. Love Bop and Grill. Same. They are not allowing dine in. So I've been considering just making like, you know, a list of like, these are the these I'm are the places. Support these restaurants. Yeah. That's smart. I like that. Because then the other day there's like a um, a Thai restaurant right up here that I went to. Um, day one of dining in being allowed absolutely fucking packed out. I, th- Man. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> That's what you got. You just got to hold your breath run in, have a notepad ready with your name on it. Like, this is me. I'm Johnny. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, it's yeah, come, come up with that list. Write, write, write the list of all the restaurants that are, that are meet that meet your standards. And then, Put it behind a paywall and and sell sell access to the, the list of good restaurants. Well, so far it's Bob and Grill. Yes, <laughs> that's what. <laughs> that's like, uh, buy my book, Secret to Becoming a Millionaire, and the the book is just called like, <laughs> make a book called buy be a secret. You know, like, <laughs> the book is how you become it. Does that make any sense? Did I just yeah. have like a stroke trying to no, explain no, no. any of that? <laughs> I totally understood. Okay. okay. What What are you? Are you just doing delivery? What are you doing? Uh, no, just just uh, DiGiorno. Mm, okay, that's yeah. smart. That's uh, smart. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not I'm not carrying out anything. I'm just doing delivery. Like if I'm doing restaurant stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we got we got HelloFresh. We've been doing. Um, go to hellofresh.com/slash/fartbox um, for ten uh, percent off your first uh, fart box. Uh, it's been good. It's been it's I've been learning how to to cook rice and stuff. It's great. Oh, nice. It's yeah, cool that they have uh, HelloFresh that's just rice. It's nice. It's the. It's like. It's called their 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 essentials kit, and <laughs> and yeah. So like one week you'll get rice. You know, uh, 
one week you'll get uh, pasta. Toast. Uh, toast is – well, and they, what's nice about that is they give you some bread and they give you some toast to, to like, see Compare. what it's supposed to look like. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty good. Um, I think the, the uh, level level two, I believe, is eggs. Mm. You know that, that – um, I don't know if this is true, but I heard this once, so I'm going to say it. You know how the chef hats? You might have learned this from me. <laughs> is that probably – like every fold is a different my, way to cook eggs or some shit. Yeah, I learned that from my my chef buddy Taylor, who who was on this epi- uh, on this uh, uh, podcast a long long time ago. Yeah, years ago, as a, as a guest. Uh, yeah, because so that's eggs are actually hard to do. Apparently, <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? <clears throat> I just I just kind of throw them all in a bowl and see what happens. Sure, shell and all. Yeah. Oh, you got that's. Uh, salt, acid, fat, shell, uh, crunch. <laughs> you know what I love? I love uh, loaded eggshells with like bacon and sour cream. <laughs> <laughs> it just sucks. You have to like, so, yeah. Here's my preparation, right? You, first of all, you, you you crack you crack the eggs open, get rid of all the goop inside. You don't want any of that. And you keep the <laughs> you keep the shell, and that becomes it's nature's bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when a recipe calls for egg whites, you get rid of all the goop, and then you just keep the white shell. The white shell, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you got to be careful, because sometimes eggs will be brown, and you got to watch out for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't... that's how you get chocolate cake. (laughs) (laughs) Could you eat a shell? What would happen? Is it... It's bad for you, right? It's probably just like... What is a shell? Is it silica or something? It's silica. It's silica, yeah. It's how... Well, that's how the the eggs... That's how it keeps the moisture from getting into the egg. It's a real delicate balance. You want the moisture to just be only the moisture from inside, not no outside moisture. Mm-hmm. I meant silicate, like silicate, like like whatever chalk is made out of, but that doesn't make any sense. If I had to guess based on the colors of egg and the colors of things in your body, I would say calcium. That makes a lot of sense. It's why chickens always drink so much milk. They got to make strong eggs. That's yeah, right. It's weird that chickens that well, that's why you have chickens and cows on the same farm. Oh, that's so smart. Yeah. Cuz then they just get their and their little beak is come to, it comes to a point so it can get right inside the little <laughs> tip of the udder. And that's where that expression comes from. The t- that's just the tip of the udder. Right. <laughs> Um, I think it's fun that this episode, both episodes we recorded tonight are very, um, egg forward. Well, that's, that's, uh, that's how I try to live my life is egg forward, egg forward, milk back. Um, would you like for me to get an article? Yes, I would. I will. I, I hope it's OVA related. It is not. Okay. We can make that work. This is a this is a doozer. Also, I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna turn off this heater. I don't know if you can hear it, but it's going crazy. No, I can't. But you do sound muffled. Um, 
<clears throat> tug of war at the 1900 summer olympics awesome this is a classic uh trivia question of like what which one of these sports used to be in the olympics and tug of war used to be in the olympics what people are so fucking stupid <laughs> what a truly truly just like bafflingly absurd waste of time. Well, you know, in 1904, they replaced it with a sack race. <laughs> uh, and then in 1908, they had the egg race. Uh, yes, exactly. Right. You have it on the little spoon and try to go through an obstacle course. Yep. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. A tug of war tournament was held on 16 July at Catalan Cross, uh, Boulogne Forest in Paris as part of the 1900 Summer Olympics. The only match of the tournament, you don't say, was played between a team from the Racing Club de France, representing France, and a mixed team consisting of three Danish athletes and three Swedish athletes. The mixed so, Scandinavian team won two to one. Was this like an intramural, like, fuck it, let's do a tug of war? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Like, that's not how the Olympics works. It's not like, all right, man, we got, we got our fucking, the, we're going to pass the baton. The Americans, we're going to team up with, you know, Germany and Belarus. <laughs> right. Or it's like they're, they're picking teams. Like it's kickball and it's like, uh, right, right. Italy. <laughs> right. And they're just the, the one guy from Liechtenstein, like gets picked last. Um, Okay, originally the French team was scheduled to play a team from the United States, but the latter withdrew from the competition as three of their team were taking part in the hammer throw at the same time. They fucking got double booked at the Olympics? <laughs> what? <laughs> the Scandinavians were accepted as late entrants by the organizers, and their team was composed primarily of athletes who were competing in other events, though it also included a journalist, Edgar... Edgar A B to make up the numbers. Uh, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> was he just like a, a Hunter S. Thompson? Like, yeah, Gonzo journalism. I'm gonna be on the the tug of war team. The mixed team it's won crazy. each of the first two polls against the French in a best of three contest to win the gold medal. Dude, for, for what country? Due to a second unofficial match subsequently taking place between the United States and the Scandinavians. Some records have erroneously listed the United States as gold medalists. <laughs> what There's the so fuck? much going on here. Dude, is it like the the Stanley Cup or something where like every year like they trade off who who owns the medal like I don't whoa. The modern Olympic Games were first held in Athens in 1896. So this right. is the second modern Olympics. It's pretty cool. So they were still figuring stuff out. They really were. <sighs> it's just so ridiculous. Like, what else? I'd love to know more about the history of the Olympics. Like, 1896. Like, when was the last one before that? Like, 300 BC or something? Right. Like, Why did we do this? Why do we do this? That's what I'm wondering. And now it's like huge. I can I tell you the only thing that could get me to move from Chicago is if we decided to hold the Olympics. 
<laughs> it, it would not be fun. It would be that would ruin my fucking life. Because whenever yeah. there's a Cubs game, I want to I want to hop on those train tracks, you know? <laughs> right, and that's just one team. Like one one stadium being used. Oh my god. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so imagine if every stadium in the in the city was being used at the same time we for should 2 weeks. Find some land to make like a n- completely neutral like micro nation and the the Olympics are always held there. Okay. That it way it needs to be like a floating barge or something, right? Yeah. And that way it's like Summer Olympics, Winter Olympics. It can just go south or north of the equator wherever it needs to be. Mm-hmm. That's smart. And you make it huge, like a really tall barge so that you can have snow on it still. <laughs> <laughs> Could you? Man, that sounds a cool idea. A giant, like a make your own country. I mean, people are doing that already with like oil derricks, but that's not the same thing. No. This would be. Who would have control? The IOC. Ooh. The IOC would be in, well, but then would they be their own country or they would? Is IOC I think, IOC must have like a few a, a bunch of countries representative on its board, right? Right, right. I think. Okay. Yeah, I think it would be some sort of like. Yeah, do, I mean so, maybe maybe. Here it is. I'm ready. We you know exactly where to host this. The moon. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, Svalbard. Svalbard, because oh, shit, dude, it's already controlled by like multiple nations. We've already there's already a lot cooking there, but there's not a lot happening there. And I think that this could really put Svalbard on the map. I think may, maybe that's what we were put on the Earth to do is to to figure out the best the best way to do the Olympics and put it on Svalbard. I don't know how to do Summer Olympics there because I imagine it's cold. Do it inside. Mm. Get, like get a couple of gyms, like like how um, like in the Dells they have all the indoor water parks and shit. There, there you go. Yeah, that's and that, that's the isn't doesn't Svalbard do much of mining or something? I don't know. Let's just create a the world's biggest you know underground stadium. You'd think at this point we would know more about Svalbard than we do. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the it's the beauty of this podcast and, and also the opposite of the beauty of this podcast. Yeah. Uh, I wish I knew what the opposite of beauty was. Um, how big could you make an underground? I guess what I'm asking is like the dwarves and Lord of the Rings. Could, is that real? I don't know enough to answer that. Do you mean big as in deep or big as in wide? Both. I mostly mean capacity. Like, could you do like, uh, you know, what's a, what's a football, like a soldier field, put soldier field the way it is, the capacity, everything, but it's underground. Yes. I think you could. I think you could. Would you need support beams? Yes. I think you would. So if you're playing football, you'd have to dodge around some columns. (laughs) Yeah. Like you, you could, but you could score an obstructed touchdown. An obstructed touchdown. What is that? It sounds cool. Well, you know how, like, if you go to a concert or something, and there's a uh, column, you have like a, an obstructed view. I see. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> That's still a thing with sports, by the way. Um, is it? I mean, not on the field, but yeah, like you could be like, yeah, you're kind of behind a pillar a little bit. Sorry. Oh well, there you go. That makes sense. Yeah. I guess they 
sports happen in places where music also happens sometimes. And sometimes it's the same. Hmm. Sports is the music of life. Do, has it when this comes out? Has the Super Bowl already happened? Uh, I'm gonna say yes because Super Bowl happens in early February, right? Hmm. Yeah. So we want to say congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Are they in this fucking Super Bowl? I don't know. I think so. Yeah, because because Mr. Thomas Brady is with them now. I hear. That's fishy, right? That was the only, that was that's. Yeah. And nothing is real. Yeah. Nothing's real. Smell you later. <laughs> Kids are usually just like whatever. They're yeah, they're always, they're always exhibiting one or two symptoms of something. Oh, they're always drippy. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.